This is a production of the Z Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. Wow. It's dark. Well, let's have some light on the subject. Put on your critical thinking caps and please refrain from hugging. It's time for Dimland Radio with your host, Jim Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. And welcome to Dimland Radio here on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Remember, I'm not really a doctor. I just play doctor online. Uh, I am coming to you from uh, the nearly the second floor of the house that Amy and I have lived in for the past, uh, what, 22 and a half years or so. Uh, last August, we moved in with my dad. I know I've mentioned that before. And uh, the, why am I doing this here? Uh, well, because um, uh, I uh, have to meet with somebody tomorrow to take pictures of this house, uh, to get it ready to put on the market to sell. And let's hope it sells quickly, because boy, we could use the money. <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't know if I sound weird, if it's a little echoey. I'm, I, I decided not to do this in the in the main floor area because uh, there's the uh, it's it's a laminate floor, so and there's nothing. So much stuff has been taken out of downstairs. It's it's not completely empty, but it'd be very echoey. And then I figure up here uh, where there's carpeting, you know, a little less echoey. I'm I, and like I say, I'm nearly on the second floor. I am at the uh, the the second. Uh, I'm uh, on the step. That's just before you get to the second floor. That's where my that's where my butt is sitting. Actually, it's just half of my butt. I got one butt cheek on the step. Maybe that's too much information, but that's where I'm at. Um, so I'm up here uh, doing this uh, show. Um, I'm not at Nostalgia Zone. Uh, the last couple weeks, did I do it? Yeah, I did a show at Nostalgia Zone last week. Oh, last week's show. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, more on that in a moment. Uh, so I'm not doing the show at Nostalgia Zone, but I still work there, and I still want to do a little ad for them. If you are interested in buying back issues of comic books, if you're into uh, Marvel Comics or DC Comics, or you like Charlton, or you like uh, Archie Comics or something like that, go to NostalgiaZone.com. You can shop online there. You can become a member. You'll save 10% on your purchases, and 10% of, of your purchase amount uh, goes to points that can build up and you can use them the very next time you order something or you can let them build so you can get that uh, very expensive book for even less than the than than you know than what that price is <laughs> and then what you would save by getting your 10% for being a member. So if the membership's free, you'll get an email maybe once a month. Uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, check it out. It's Nostalgia Zone Comics uh, uh, nostalgiazone.com. It's a really cool store. We're getting shirts made for the store, 
and I and I think we're gonna we're gonna do a thing where we will have uh, people who buy the shirt say, hey, send us a picture to our Instagram or our Facebook page uh, of you wearing that shirt in some location, wherever you go. If you happen to be going to Paris, it'd be cool to have a shirt you wearing a shirt that says Nostalgia Zone on it with the Eiffel Tower behind it. You know things like that, or the Statue of Liberty, or something like that. So anyway, check out NostalgiaZone.com. There, I've done the app. Um, quick correction from last week's show, which was quite the uh, emotional event for me. Uh, I did get some feedback on that from some friends and uh, and my longtime listener Trisha. Uh, that uh, it was a very, it was a very personal show. I had to talk about my dad and the, and the experience of losing him, and I'm sure you could tell there were moments in that show where uh, I had to kind of uh, struggle to keep my composure. Um, I, I can't even remember the show I did after my mom died, uh, and I have a feeling it was uh, somewhat similar. But uh, anyway, because um, it's just, you know, it's hard to remember these things. It's, it's such an emotional moment. You, you would think it would be really uh, cemented in there, but mm, it's, yeah, it depends, I guess. Anyway, uh, I, I should start off with a quick correction. At the, at the very top of last week's show, when I started talking about Dad... I said that he had died on uh, December 24th, when in actuality it was October 24th. So for those keeping score at home, make sure to correct your uh, your uh, worksheets that you've been uh, you know uh, working on as you listen to the show, so that you uh, have that accurate. I, I when I listened back, I said, "Did I say December? What the hell's wrong with me? I don't know. My brain was pretty much mush. Um, so much stuff going on, you know, with Dad being ill and." things happening there and Amy and I getting the house ready to sell it's it's a it's not the most pressure filled um, selling of a house it's not the most because we don't have a hard out uh, and you know we we have a place that we're living now we're at, at dad's house and you know so this is uh, we've been working on getting this cleaned up and speaking of that <clears throat> you know we live in a customer service economy that's what we live in. We deal with customer service all the time. We get bad customer service. We get good customer service. It happens. Hopefully, we get more good than we get bad. But and I don't know if this is necessarily an example of bad customer service, but it certainly is frustrating. So here's what happened. Um, as you, as I've said, we are moving out of this house, and we have uh, we've we've brought so much stuff over to Dad's house. Uh, over the course of, you know, uh, beginning in, in uh, you know, early August, maybe even late July, into, you know, uh, right now. <laughs> We're still, we still have stuff to bring over and put in the house. But it's, it's, it's now, it's down to maybe three or four carloads to, to get everything over there. Maybe four or five carloads, but just, it's, 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 a, it's about where we're at at this point. Uh, uh, but then we had a huge amount of stuff that we just wanted to get rid of, and we had we were lucky on on some of that aspect. Uh, we were lucky in that our next door neighbor that we've had living next to us for you know since we moved in here, uh, a very nice woman named Sandy. Sandy uh, this last summer moved down to Texas. So she put her house up for sale, obviously, 
and uh, she uh, sold this, sold it to a nice uh, 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 fellow, uh, 35 years old, nice, you know, a musician, uh, works works as a car mechanic, and and we met him. He moved in on on Halloween, actually, uh, and we met him. Um, oh, I don't know, I, uh, a couple weeks ago now. And Amy and I were over here doing some work on the house, and he was out in his yard uh, doing some work with his shed that he has. And we said, hey, how you doing? You know, uh, you're the fellow who's moved in. And so we introduced ourselves and uh, got talking. He's from Minnesota, but for a long time he'd lived in Colorado, and now he's moved back. And uh, he was, we're, we told him that, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to arrange getting a dumpster to deal with the stuff that we just don't want anymore, we're just going to get rid of it. And he just said, do you guys, maybe, you know, might you have some furniture items that you don't, that you're thinking of just throwing in a dumpster? I, I might be interested. I don't have a lot of stuff in the house. And we, Amy and I looked at each other and we said, well, yeah. So we invited him in. He took a couple of chairs. He took a couple of end tables, some lamps, and some other stuff right, right then and there. And then over the course of the next couple of weeks, uh, um, there was a, I asked him, I said, you know, we've got some other stuff here that you might be interested in. And there was one day, uh, it was last Sunday, I was over here and we just, we gave him so much more stuff. So that just made it that much less to deal with when it came for getting the dumpster. And so that really helped us out. Now, <clears throat> the dumpster, huh, that's another little story. Uh, uh, we, oh well, let's see. Uh, I got a hold of uh, of our garbage disposal company. I won't say the name of them, but you could say they manage waste. You could say that about them, uh, but I'm not going to say their name. I called them up and I said, "We need to get a dumpster because we got a bunch of junk that we just want to get rid of." Okay, I can set that up for you," said the nice young woman. On the uh, for the customer service, she was very good. She did fine. She asked me a bunch of questions, the kind of stuff we're going to be throwing in there. She gave me all the caveats of the stuff that we weren't supposed to put in there. She sent me an email that had a waiver form about it in case any property gets damaged, you know, things like that, you know, and putting the dumpster in, in its place. And uh, uh, that's fine. And I said that's great. And um, she told me the cost of it. And I said, okay, and I said, there'll, there'll be tax involved, of course, and all that. And I said, that's fine. Let's get this set up. Let's get this, let's do it. And you get a seven-day rental with it. Uh, so that, you, you know, but she said, and she did this. She said, um, I'm going to give you my work email because that'll get directly to me. You know, if you call back, you're not likely to get the same customer service person. But if you send this email, you can just let me know when the dumpster is full and ready to be taken away, and then I can just get that hooked up and get it done. So, okay, great. That sounds great. So I got the waiver email. I read through that. I, you know, we, we got this going. So she said, uh, I can get a dumpster out to you tomorrow. This was a Wednesday. I can get that out to you tomorrow. So I, great. That's great. And we'll just, and I told her where we wanted to be, we wanted to be put. And he says, uh, we're on a, we're on a corner. Uh, and, and I said, it would be better on this street side put it in the, uh, on, uh, on the street uh, because that's the long side of the house and, and you know, it'd just be better there. So, okay, next day comes. I, I, Amy and I were at work. 
I was, uh, uh, let's see, it was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I think, and I got the phone call from another customer service person at this company that manages waste. And um, she, she said that the driver is at your property, wants to know where to put the dumpster. And I said, oh, well, you put it on this street side of the house? And she said, in the street? And I said, yeah, in the street. And she said, do you have a permit? And I said, permit? First time hearing about that. Oh, yeah, you need to have a permit. I mean, we could probably put it in your driveway. Do you have a driveway that we could put it? Well, I said, no, because, well, it's going to go across the sidewalk, and I probably need a permit for that, right? She said, oh, yeah, you'll need a permit for that. I said, well, I really don't have a place that you can put it, except in the street. Oh, well, we can't do that without a permit. And I said, well, I guess you can't do that. I'm going to have to get a hold of, I've got the email for the other customer service. I'll contact her and figure out what we got to do. So, and she said, okay, well, sorry about that. And I said, no, that's fine. It's not your fault. I mean, she was just trying to make sure that stuff was being done legally. So I get off the phone and, and I thought, and I said, oh, wait, why, is it, why wasn't I told something? I, I just thought this was part of the process. That the, the company that, that manages waste, uh, that they would, you know, obtain permits and all that, kind of, all that stuff. It's just... That, and that it was all part of the pricing, that everything was taken. I, I just assumed that that was how it was. I guess you shouldn't assume, right? So I sent off an email saying, hey, uh, there's, I guess I'm supposed to have a permit, which you didn't say anything about a permit. The waiver form that you sent me didn't say anything about a permit. Uh, uh, what do we got to do? And I don't want this counting against me that somebody came out to drop it off and didn't drop it off. I don't, I don't want to be charged anything for that because I didn't know about this permit thing. So I send that email, and uh, then then I just and then I thought, well, what the you know, what are the rules for the city of St. Paul? So I go online and I go to the city's website and I uh, I search it for um, well actually I did a Google search of uh, city of St. Paul dumpster permit, and so I get to the city of St. Paul's website. I get to a page that talks about permits, and there's a thing called an obstruction permit. So I guess that that's for, you know, and at least in this case with a dumpster, if it is going to go across a sidewalk or if it is going to be in the street where it's going to obstruct uh, uh, car traffic or vehicle traffic and foot and or foot traffic, then, you know, you need a permit. So, um, <clears throat> I, so I, I saw that that's in there. It's listed. It's, it's got a whole list of permits, obstruction permits, uh, 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 things that you would need an obstruction permit for. It's a whole list of them. And I'm going down the list and I get to dumpster. And the dumpster was, I think, the only one that had a little hyphen after it that gave a little more information. It said dumpster hyphen. Dumpster companies are responsible for obtaining permits. So, well, this is on them. This is on my garbage disposal company, not on, you know, not on me. So, I, and I thought, well, why isn't this part of the process? Why didn't she ask me now if we're going to be putting this in the street? Well, you're going to need a permit, and that's going to take, you know, up to seven business days to get a permit from the city. No, nothing. She's had, she, she had the dumpster coming out to me the next day. So I email her back with that information saying, look, it's, it's like the city of St. Paul says that you guys are supposed to be getting the permit. 
So she emails me back, says, I'm very sorry about that. And yes, it is. Uh, that's true. And it's going to be uh, a further 50 bucks added to the, you know, the fee for the dumpster. And I, you know, fine, whatever. So, okay, do you want me to do that? She says, yes, let's do that. Let's get this, let's just get this going. She says, well, the earliest I can get it to you, now this is Friday, this is happening, is the following Monday. That's the earliest I can get the dumpster out to you. I said, okay, great, fine. That's when it's going to be, great. So I get, um, uh, I get to Monday, and I, uh, I don't see anything. I haven't heard anything from her, so I send her an email. She says, oh, well, we're still waiting on the city with the permit. Okay, great. That's the, okay, fine. So then I waited uh, till like I think Wednesday, and I I um, email. Or I think I emailed. Well, anyway, I sent another email to saying I haven't heard anything, and she had got back to me saying, uh, "Yep, we're still waiting." And then I think I sent another email on uh, Wednesday that said, uh, you know, it's just saying, hey, any word on that? You know, just want to figure out my plans here. You know, the, the, the nice days, it's November, mid-November, the nice days are going to be gone soon. This is Minnesota after all. And I didn't hear anything back from her. Uh, so on Thursday, this is just this past Thursday, uh, I said, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. You, I don't know if they're nationwide, but you probably have seen the ads on television or seen stuff around saying, you know, 800 got junk. Have you ever seen those? Well, I went to their website. So I, I, I scroll through and I, you know, schedule a pickup. Or, you know, and so I get in there, I put my information that they needed. And they said, well, we have, uh, we have trucks available today, that Thursday. What's you know? Here's some time slots. Pick your time slot, and we'll we'll get someone out to you. So I looked through the list, and the very last time slot, I figured let's just do that because it'll give us time to for Amy and I to come here and organize the the stuff that's getting out. Seven thirty, seven thirty in the evening. So great, I got that set up. I sent an email out to the company that uh, that was supposed to be supplying me a dumpster, and I said I'm canceling this dumpster. Uh, I can't wait anymore. I'm going with got junk. Thank you for your help for your time, and then signed it my name. So Amy and I did come over the, uh, uh, Thursday night. We got the piles organized. We went through our Christmas stuff that we have with all these Christmas ornaments and things, and we pared it way down. Decided what stuff to get rid of, what stuff to keep, and so then. You know, we got it ready. I got a phone call from the fella saying, okay, we're finishing up at this one. It's going to take us a little time yet, but we should be there in an hour. And they got here at about 7.30, and they got right to it. Two young men came in. They were very personable. They were very courteous. They were very efficient, and they were very professional. They came right in. They got to work. They told me the stuff that they couldn't take. And I set that stuff aside. They said, you know what you can do? They, they said, for this kind of thing, you can go to, you know, uh, the the waste company itself, or you can go to the fire department with this kind of stuff. They let, let us know how to deal with some of the more hazardous stuff that they couldn't take. So then, and the way God Junk does it is the amount of space you take up in their truck they, they've got it worked out where, you know, if you take up this much space, this is the price. You take up more than that, this is the price. And it goes up and up until, you know, until they get to a price. And he quoted me, I think this will be this much space on the truck and it's going to be this price. 
which was just about the price of a dumpster. Just about. Uh, and maybe a touch more. But I thought, okay, fine. And I said, great, let's go. And, um, and then he told me, he says, uh, as, he, as they were going, he says, it might go a little more than that, but I'm going to honor what I quoted you. I'm gonna if yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna it might be we need to get another truck you know go and drop this one off and get another one and get the rest of the stuff but it turned out they got it all in the one truck and he said I'm honoring the price that I quoted you so that's fine and with the tip and the taxes it was a bit but again it was probably gonna it might have been like a you know with the taxes on the on the dumpster and the permit probably maybe fifty to a hundred bucks more. And here's the best part, though. And he even said it. He says, the better part about us doing this is that we do it. You don't do the work. We load the truck. We fill up the bags with the stuff, and we load the truck. You don't have to do that. And the other benefit of not having to get a dumpster is that uh, if you get the dumpster and it's setting out in the street, public street, you know, you got some neighbors that aren't going to be as, uh, as scrupulous as I am as law-abiding as I am, they're going to say, ooh, dumpster, and they're going to throw shit in there. And that didn't happen. We didn't have that happen because they just took it, threw everything in their brought put everything in their truck, and took off. In fact, there was one funny moment in there, or I don't know, funny, somewhat humorous. Uh, Amy and I were just sitting watching them, watching the two of them filling up the garbage bags and taking them out. There was nothing else we could do and so we're just kind of we did wanted to avoid going upstairs because i cleaned the carpet the night before up here and i wanted to avoid you know wanted the carpet to dry out nicely before i did anything anything else up here upstairs and so we're just sitting and watching them do their stuff and uh the 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 lead guy they're both young they're both young fellas the lead guy was going through uh some of the stuff and and there was a bunch of uh, i guess game boy video game disc containers that the discs themselves are gone but the empty containers for some reason we still had those and he's looking at us wow this is just bringing back my childhood this is i grew up on this stuff and he's anyway and then he sees these all these kids books with the berenstain bears and says, i grew up on this stuff and i said well we have a son who you're not much older than him and he looks he's well i'm 20 and i said oh you're you're exactly the same age as our son so yeah he's he you guys have the same uh touchstones uh in of, of the past of your youth that uh, because you're the same age and uh, that was kind of fun that he uh, mentioned that but uh, let me tell you so so not that the customer service was bad <laughs> at the other place it wasn't great because this company this manage this this company that manages waste is a big company one of the biggest they work throughout the country you would think that part of their, you know, their dumpster service, when they have the customer service people up there, there's a list of things that they need to ascertain from the person asking for a dumpster. And one of those would be, will we be obstructing any vehicle traffic or foot traffic? Will this be dumpster be placed across a sidewalk or will it go in the street? And if yes, then we need to get a permit and that's going to take some time. That's something that should have been part of the course of getting this set up. But the initial call was, yeah, we can get one out to you tomorrow. And they, they nearly did. I mean, it was there, apparently. 
But the guy didn't know where to put it, and they found out we didn't have a permit, and they said, well, we can't drop it. So let that be a lesson to you. And I, and this is an advertise, isn't an advertisement for God Junk, but I'm telling you, it made it a lot easier on us. I mean, we, Amy and I were still sore as all hell from the little bit of work that we did. And I've been, oh man, this house. Uh, you know, we got it cleared out, uh, all that stuff that went off to the, the gut junk people. And we went down to the basement and I looked around and went, oh shit, I got so much more work to do down here. <laughs> Maybe we'll have this house on the market by December. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like when you're working and you got this to do. Oh, it's... Uh, now, if I had the kind of uh, money that uh, certain family of my uh, family members of my uh, members of mine have, uh, I'd just hire somebody to come in and do a nice cleanup. But no, no, got to do it myself. Oh, I should tell you when I get back from my my break, I'm going to tell you about the fun I had with attempting to do the carpets in this house last night. But. I have reached my first break. So you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. Uh, just relax and sit back and uh, listen to this break, and, and I'll be back. Do you believe in ghosts? Do you think Bigfoot is real? Do you suspect that your neighbor is really Val Tor, leader of the lizard people of Bendar 3? Well, Dr. Dim doesn't, and he'll tell you why when you tune in to Dimland Radio Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern on Talk Radio Network. It's an hour of science promotion, pop culture rants, personal observation, and of course, skepticism. Join Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons, Saturday nights, 11 Central, midnight Eastern, for Dimland Radio on Talk Radio Network. Hey, I almost forgot. It's it's time for... It's quiz time on Dimland Radio. Everybody got your pens ready? Okay, I'm going to ask you a question here. It's a multiple-choice answer. Uh, can you name the person who said this? That's why I don't eat friggin' lobster or anything like that, because they're alive when you kill it. Was that A, Mahatma Gandhi... B. Jane Goodall, C. Albert Einstein, or D. Snooky. This has been Quiz Time on Dimland Radio. We give those other guys the finger. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network.
And welcome back to Dimland Radio on the Talk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Dim Fitzsimmons. Okay, uh, that first segment went rather long, so maybe this segment will go a little shorter. We'll see. It'll just be whatever it is. Uh, okay, so I, I Thursday night, <clears throat> I uh, uh, decided I'd uh, try to clean the carpet up here on the second floor. And what I was going to do is a t- what's called a tip cleaning. And that's, uh, that's where you take, uh, you, you pre-spray the carpet with a solution, and then you get this, uh, what's called a bonnet, which is made out of some kind of cloth fabric kind of thing. And it's, a, it's, it's round, and, uh, and then you get one of those uh, buffing machines. Now, it's not a high-speed buffer, it's a low-speed buffer. Uh, you've seen them in TV shows and movies and things like that where they, there's a janitor doing some stuff on the floor. More often than not, uh, from what I've seen, they're, they're high-speed buffers, but the low-speed buffers are the ones that do the scrubbing. Uh, you use that on scrubbing wax off of tile, and you can also use it for, for tip-cleaning carpet. But the, And so, um, since I'm still somewhat affiliated with the uh, janitorial company that I've worked for that I'd worked for or for I don't down near 30, 30 years. I still have a key to the office. I don't do much over there anymore. I haven't fixed a vacuum cleaner in quite a while, but I think uh, the boss has asked me if maybe next month I can fix a couple vacuum cleaners, and we'll see. Um, but uh, I saw the boss at uh, my dad's service, and I mentioned to him, I says, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to borrow some carpet cleaning stuff. And he said, yeah, you got the key still. Just tell me when you're taking it or when you need it or you know. No, no worries, no, no problem. So I, uh, I went over and I got one of the small uh, buffers. Uh, the, 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 the disc is 13 inches. They go, we have one that goes up to, I think that's 22 inches. And this thing about these, these low speed buffers is that <clears throat> um, the smaller it is, the more the more torque it can have, the more, you know, when you, when you go to start it initially, the more push it puts on you. So you have to be ready. You have to be prepared for it to, to grab, especially on carpet. You have to be prepared. The 22-inch one, it's much smoother when it starts, even though it's very heavy and all that. It's just there's something about the, the balance of it is uh, it's just uh, better. But there's no way I'm going to lug a 22-inch buffer up here. And, you know, so I went with the 13-inch one, uh, and so I got it, you know, in my car by myself. I got it in here. I got a, uh, a mop bucket that I needed. I got uh, gallons of solution that was, you know, for the pre-spray and the defoamer to keep the tank from getting too foamy uh, so that it doesn't, you know, fill up too fast. And then the uh, uh, extraction, or the, um, well, I grabbed the extraction shampoo at, at a later point. I'll talk more about that. <clears throat> but the, the defoamer and the extraction, that was just... The deformer and the extraction was different. But I had the stuff. I had a pre-spray, a little pressure sprayer. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry to cough. I'm going to take a sip. <clears throat> it's dry in this house. Mm-mm. That's some good Dr. Pepper Zero. So anyway, I get set up, pre-spray everything. I, I, I wet down the uh, the bonnet, I get it in place, I put the buffer on it, I go to start, and that thing went, and, I, <laughs> and it went up on one end and started to push me back and, and go toward the wall. Well, luckily, when you let go of the handle, it stops right away. There's no wind down, it just stops. So, okay, oh boy, that almost killed me. 
All right, okay, now I th I'll, I'll try it again. I tried it two more times, same thing. After the third time, I said, okay, I haven't damaged anything. I haven't hurt myself. This is not going to work. I'm going to need to get an extraction machine, which I wanted to avoid because the extraction machines that the company has are not in the best shape. Uh, there's a mini that they have. It's, a, it's, like a, uh, it's like half the size of the other ones. And... Uh, and I said, well, I'll grab the Mini, even though I'm pretty sure it leaks. And it does a little bit, but it, it, it still was okay. And I, you know, so I go back to the office, which is about three miles from where I live. So it's not that long of a drive. Go back. I get the stuff. I switch it out. I get the Mini in the car. Grab the defomer and the extraction shampoo. Come back out. I re-pre-spray. And then I start working the, using the extractor. The extractor puts down a solution has a brush that cleans out the carpet, you know, kind of agitates the carpet and vacuums the stuff up as you go. So it's just like all in one. So I, I get everything uh, done. And it, it didn't take all that long. And I should have just done that in the first place because even though, you know, the carpet's cleaner, but it's, you know, this carpet's been here since we moved in here. Uh, I, got, I pulled a lot of dirt out of it, but I don't know how fantastic it looks. It looks okay. So I got back to the office then. So I, I pack everything up. I had, like I said, I had a mop bucket, and then I had the three gallons of uh, of the cleaning solutions. Uh, I had, uh, you know, the the pre sprayer, and I put all that stuff in the mop bucket, and then I get everything down and and uh, I I bring uh, I'm bringing in the the mop bucket with that stuff in it, and I don't want to carry it. I rolled it along the ground. And as I get to the front door, which I had propped open, uh, there's a little bit of a step. It goes up about two inches, three inches from the rest of the ground. And I started, to, I pick up the mop bucket to lift it over that. But I don't get it up high enough. So the wheels catch the edge there and it flips the bucket forward. And me forward. My momentum takes me over and I'm, I'm still on my feet. But I'm 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 flailing toward the front desk inside the office. My arm uh, scrapes across the door frame as I as I'm going in, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, just just let your momentum take you to the desk and catch yourself on the desk. So that's what I did. I go my my two hands catch the desk. I turn myself to the left and swing around and land on my ass right on the desk, and I'm just sitting there. And I went, wow, I didn't kill myself again. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a deal. <laughs> it was a deal. But uh, I, I, so I, I gathered myself back up together and I walked out to the parking lot and I said, I'm okay, I'm okay. There's nobody out there. But I said it anyway, just in case. Just in case somebody saw and said, well, I hope that guy's all right. I was okay. So that got done. And, and that was, uh, was that Thursday? Oh, maybe that was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday because I let it, no, no, it was Thursday. It was last, yesterday. Whatever. I got it done. <laughs> uh, no, it was Wednesday because Thursday I had the, 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 the got junk people. That's it. Wednesday I did the carpet. When Thursday was the got junk. Again, mark it down in your workbooks so that way you, you, know, you keep track, you know, keep the score proper. So that's, so I'm tired and I ache, and I turned 59 this past week on Tuesday. 
Illust uh, uh, I'm going to say illustrators. Astrologers, put your charts away. That's right. I had my birthday. Ugh, 59. Uh, it's 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 crazy how this how it just keeps happening. I just keep getting older. I can't stop it. <laughs> So anyway, um, I think I'll uh, I'll go to this next break right now uh, because that first segment was so long. I'm going to go to this next break right now. So you're listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim Dr. Dimfit Simmons. Uh, I'll come back and take care of any um, uh, unfinished business. Other guys. The finger. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. This is Chicago style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol like statins may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. He's endlessly pushing the rock of reason up the hill of paranormal. It's Dr. Dim, and you're listening to Dimland Radio on Z-Talk Radio Network. Well, I'll be hornswoggled. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. You don't say. Oh, what, you think you went off to college or something? On ztalkradio.com. That's the most amazing thing since Grandma survived the outhouse incident. Welcome back to Dimland Radio here in the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Jim Fitzsimmons. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, sports ballers, beware. I'm going to talk a little bit about baseball. I haven't had a chance to do the wrap-up of the season. Baseball's over. The World Series has come to an end. I miss baseball. I did my traditional wait 10 minutes after the game is over and post on Facebook, God, I miss baseball. I don't know if I put the God part in there. You know, but I just I miss baseball because I do. I, I just I miss baseball, but I, it's good to not have it for a while because you know if it's there all the time, if baseball's always being played year round, uh, maybe it gets it loses some of its importance or something. It's just uh, some of its value to you. It's, it's when it goes away for a while, you get to you get to miss it for a while. Of course, you get to watch football. And we're already coming up to week eleven of the season of football. There's there's 18 weeks now in the football season because uh, they've gone to uh, 17 games instead of 16 games, uh, and then every team gets one week off. They get a bye week, so it goes 18 weeks before they start going into the playoffs. We're already going to week 11. In fact, it started last night because Thursday night football 
That's the start of week 11. So we've already gotten there. It's 11 weeks in. Crap, uh, Thanksgiving is next week, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Jesus. These years, they go by so much faster as you get older. Again, astrologers, you know, keep those charts in the drawers. I don't want to hear anything, sh no shuffling paper or anything. Just knock it off. So, uh, the season came to an end. The, the World Series is, was played, and uh, it was between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers won the World Series in five games. Uh, it's a seven game, best of seven game series, and they've won in five. I was hoping for at least six games. You know, a five game series is kind of uh, that means that one of the teams only won one game, and you know, it's like uh, it's kind of it's yeah. But the games were entertaining. Uh, the postseason was entertaining. The Twins did well this season. I think they did. A, 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 they had a good season, not a stellar season, but a good season. They made the playoffs. They stopped that that streak of losing in the playoffs. They, they won that first round by sweeping the Toronto Blue Jays. They went into the next round. They won one game in that uh, best of five game series against the Houston Astros. You know, but uh, you know that's fine. They did, that's, they did fine. They did better than I expected them to do, and at least they broke the streak. So that was good. And I was happy the Texas Rangers won. Uh, the Texas Rangers have never won a World Series. And the Arizona Diamondbacks have. The, and the Diamondbacks haven't been around for that long. They're coming up on being a 30-year-old franchise. They started out in 1995, and they won a World Series in 2001. So, you know, they've already won one. Texas has never won one. I can't remember what year it was, but it might have been, oh, God, it was a few years ago. Texas was in the World Series. It was one of those magical game sixes. Well, I'm pulling for Texas to win. I was pulling. They were playing the St. Louis uh, Cardinals. And Texas was in game six. They were poised to win the World Series. They were they were going to win. They were down to one strike. They they the get that strike across that would have ended the game. The, you know, the Rangers would win that game and then win the World Series. Uh, but the Cardinals would rally. They rallied and some they tied the game that forced it to continue, and then uh, uh, and then the Rangers went up again, and they once again went to one strike away from winning the World Series, and again the t uh, the uh, Cardinals found a way to send the game uh, to to come from behind. They they ended up coming from behind, won the game. Then there was Game Seven. Cardinals won Game Seven. Texas didn't win the World Series. Oh, so close. And I mean, as much as I was rooting for the Rangers to win that game six, it was a fat it was a fantastic game. It's one of those things that the baseball can give you. I don't think any other sport can quite give you that 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 moment where you're you know it's just, just one pitch go across as a strike. <laughs> That's all you needed. And they couldn't do it. Oh, you know. So they were able to win that World Series against the Diamondbacks, and and there's uh, it just I don't know if this is very interesting to you, but um, I mean if you're a sports wallet, it probably isn't. But what are you going to do? Um, uh, there is a slight connection between the Texas Rangers and the Minnesota Twins. Uh, both teams, uh, both teams started out as a franchise in Washington D.C., and both teams were named the Washington Senators. Uh, in 1901, when the American League was formed, one of the original eight teams, 
uh, of that league was the Washington Senators. And uh, they played in Washington until 1960, uh, the, through the end of the 1960 season. And then it was, uh, I guess it just wasn't profitable. Uh, and Clark Griffith, I think that's his name, was the owner of the Senators at the time, decided to move the Senators to Minnesota, where they became the Minnesota Twins. And Twins have done well here. Uh, and immediately... I, it's it's weird. It, it's like within that, you know, this, the nineteen sixty one season, the Minnesota Twins start here in Minnesota, and then in the in, in that same season, a new team was brought into Washington D.C. was was a, a, an expansion team came into Washington D.C. also called the Washington Senators. I, that seems I don't understand how that all worked out. I mean. The, the original Washington Senators couldn't work in Washington, D.C., so they moved to Minnesota. But this new Washington, Sen Washington Senators could somehow, I don't know how it all worked out, but that lasted until 1971 when that Texas, or the, when that Senators team left Washington, D.C. and went to Arlington, Texas and became the Texas Rangers. Several years later, uh, I, can't, I don't remember exactly when, the, another Washington, D.C. team came into existence. I think it was, I'm not sure if it was expansion or if it came from Montreal. It might have been the Expos. I can't, uh, I can't remember. I think it was the Expos, and then they moved to Washington, D.C. and became the Washington Nationals. So, so the Twins and the Rangers have a, have a kind of a connection with the Senators. Um, the, the Washington Senators, the original Washington Senators, they won three pennants, which means that they won their league. And they won one World Series in 1924. Uh, that's, the, you know, that's their one World Series that they won. The Twins would win a pennant in 1965, uh, but they lost that World Series to uh, Sandy Koufax and the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Twins finally won their first World Series in 1987. And now the Texas Rangers... Uh, they've won a pennant, you know. They in you know, that that I think their first pennant that they won was that that whatever that year was when they when they were down to the one strike in that game six, they won that uh, pennant that year, <clears throat> but they didn't win the World Series. Now they have, and it's it's over. Baseball's over, and still I have to mention this: the hated Yankees weren't in the postseason. <laughs> so. That's pretty good. Let's see. What have I got next on the agenda here? How much time have I got? Oh, I've got a little bit of time. Let me uh, let me call up this little bit here, and uh, here we go. It's not true. It's not true. I'm telling you, cause I'm up here and you're nowhere. It's not true. Okay, what's not true uh, <clears throat> this time? I haven't done a what's not, uh, it's not true for a while. So um, the, the internet had uh, uh, some stuff going around on it, uh, Facebook. I saw this uh, shared, it was a series of photographs of this, this, this elderly woman who has spent years crocheting uh, cats. You know, this, you know, she's not taking cats, real live cats, and, crocheting them. You know, she gets a bunch of yarn, she crochets, and she creates these cats, and they're giant. They're huge. They're bigger than her. Uh, 
And there's a series of pictures of her sitting with the things that she's created through crochet. And at, at first glance, looking at those pictures, you know, it says, wow, that's incredible. You look through them and say, wow, look at that. What? Holy crap. And it turns out, because <clears throat> the more I looked at them, I thought, I don't know. This, there's something. There's something not quite right in this. I'm seeing little aspects of it. The uncanny valley kind of thing. There's something not quite right here. And, you know, in this new age that we are in of AI, where we have, uh, you know, these photographs are being created, you know, the uh, photographs of the worst president in American history who should be rotting in prison right now, <clears throat> and not a front-runner for one of the two major parties in this country for president. That's insane. That, you know, there, there were pictures that came out of him, you know, the fantasy pictures created by AI of him being arrested and he's running from people. And some of the pictures that have come out of him, like in the orange jumpsuit that they wear in prison, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's created by AI. And they look really good, but they're not quite right there's something off and if you really look at the pictures you know some people that really take a deep look they'll 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 show here's, well, here's where like there's a hand in this little scene where there's there's nobody there to have that hand or something this is some weird glitches that ai has happened with it but as ai gets better oh it's going to be dangerous so i looked at it and i commented and i said I, I, I don't think I believe this. I, you know, with AI, with AI thing, I don't know. And then somebody commented back saying, oh, yeah, we've already established within the thread, the comment thread, that this is fake. This, these pictures are not real. These are AI-created images. This is not a real person. This is, she did not create these giant cats by crocheting and or whatever. And I said, well, that's what I get from not reading the thread. And then I looked it up on Snopes.com, and yeah, it's it's fake. It's and, and the person. Let's see, I got the name. I wrote it down. It's not true. They were created by someone named Lydia Masterova, and they're they're done really well. But if you go to the Snopes.com uh, uh, site, uh, I will link to it on the show notes. Go to Dimland.com and click on the show notes slash blog option, and and you'll get to the link. It points out a few of the aspects that are tells. And there are there are programs out there that uh, can uh, that you can use. Or I don't know if they're apps or program, whatever you call it, but uh, where you can submit a photograph to it, and it'll look through it, and it'll find those little telltale signs that it's that it's you know intelligent, uh, artificial intelligently designed, and it's not real. Um, and so it turns out that yeah, those pictures aren't real. Uh, so I you know it's again it's a part of this this whole thing about AI, which it. As it gets better, and it's going to get better, it's gonna. It, there's gonna be some 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 dangerous stuff out there. Uh, some images are gonna come out that are gonna be, and it, it'll it might be able to hide itself from the software that tries to to identify the artificial nature of them. It might. It's gonna be like an old arms race thing, and it's gonna. It, there's gonna be some aspects there. Congress needs to. Our governments around the world need to address how to deal with this and what laws to make and how to how to regulate. Uh, AI stuff so that you know part of the part of the um, 
the actor strike and I think part of the writer's strike that just uh, you know that, that both just got uh, over with they 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 won their strikes um, uh, they came to an agreement with management uh, part of uh, the concerns that both I think both sides had was AI artificial intelligence writing scripts and creating you know making movies of characters who you know of actors who are dead or actors that don't want to be in that particular project but you can use ai to put them in it you know there's there's stuff right so it's it's kind of scary but i'll tell you it's 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 not perfect yet i mean even spotify has an ai thing going i just found out about this ai dj and i've been checking it out and listening to it and uh it you know what it does is it it kind of it checks out your musical tastes and it'll play stuff from your playlist and it makes it like a like a radio station kind of thing where every few songs the dj will talk to you and say oh that was uh you know they tell you what the song was that was just played and here's this next song this this little block is going to be this, you know songs that you were listening to a lot back in in 2019 uh so you know first up is and they'll say whatever it is and they'll play it and then they'll come back now it, it's not perfect because they, they they were coming out of one of the blocks of songs and the dj was it was a pete townsend song and the dj comes on and says that was whatever song by pete townshend <laughs> not too intelligent there AI DJ. It's Pete Townsend, not Pete Townshend. Ugh, as if. But the old lady uh, crocheting the giant cats, it's not true. It's not true, it's not true. I'm telling you, cause I'm appearing your nowhere. It's not true. Good night, Herr Doctor. Good night, Frau Blucher. Well, we've come to the end of another show of Dimland Radio. My my half of my butt is hurting because these stairs aren't the most comfortable to sit on. Aren't the most comfortable to sit on. Uh, anyway, uh, maybe this show's ending a little early. I don't know. But anyway, you've been listening to Dimland Radio on the ZTalk Radio Network at ztalkradio.com. I'm your host, Jim, Dr. Jumpet Simmons. I will try to do another show next week. We'll see how many I can string together. Uh, but remember to sleep with the lights on. You can check out my show notes at dimland.com. Just click on the blog option. And you can email your questions and comments to drdim at dimland.com. That's D-R-D-I-M at dimland.com. And the opening theme song, Ram, is by Theolius and is used with permission.
This has been a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. And now, a message to our competitors. Thanks. Thanks for tuning us in. My life, you're clever, Jimmy. It's certainly taken me in. Well, Well, I'm going to hell. hell.